0: That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 3064. If you've got a cherished dream shoved in a drawer, please give it fresh air. By Rachel Macy Stafford of handsfreemama.com. And I'm Justin Mollick here to help you find a little bit of extra inspiration, motivation, or happiness in your day. And I believe this is the first time I'm narrating from Hands Free Mama. I'll tell you about Rachel right after the post, along with my commentary. So with that, let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. If you've got a cherished dream shoved in a drawer, please give it fresh air by Rachel Macy Stafford of handsfreemama.com. dreams don't have timelines, deadlines, and aren't always in straight lines. Jason Reynolds. I never know which question I pose at my soul shift retreat will be the one, the one that sparks someone to voice a vulnerable truth, which then sparks more sharing, which then culminates to an anthem of brave voices and ideas. At my most recent retreat, the question was, if money were no object, what would you do with your life? One person raised her hand sharing details so vivid We could all imagine this community center she yearned to build. I'd be the first to come, someone volunteered, which was echoed by a chorus of agreement. The brave contributor admitted that she'd forgotten about this dream until now, until this room, until these people. Spurred by her contribution, more people described their dreams along with the obstacles, damaging beliefs, naysayers and circumstances that had halted those dreams. Well, maybe it's not too late, a hopeful participant said into the microphone as teary-eyed witnesses nodded. It wasn't planned, more like divinely arranged that my dream companion, Kelly, signed up for the retreat, traveling a long distance to be there. I'd met Kelly virtually when she emailed me early on in my career as a writer. As an avid reader of my blog, she sensed that, As my platform grew, so did my feelings of overwhelm. Kelly had editing skills that were going unused in her regular job and offered them to me. After working together on a few small projects, I realized Kelly was the reason I could finally say yes to committing to a major writing endeavor that had weighed on my heart for several years. Through what I called my index card exercise during classroom visits, I'd gained valuable insight into the stressors facing teens. The kids themselves explained why suffering and apathy often resulted from the inability to know themselves, be themselves, and follow their passions. Although I desperately wanted to share my discoveries, the research and editing required for this type of book seemed unsurmountable, until Kelly. With Kelly's support, the dream didn't just feel possible, it was possible. So Live Love Now, Relieve the Pressure and Find Real Connection with Our Kids was published in April, 2020, which marked the beginning of one of the most challenging periods in our lifetime. As I received messages of gratitude from weary parents, educators, and counselors using the book to support teens over the past few years, I always gave thanks for Kelly. The retreat provided the opportunity to thank her in person. During the last 15 minutes of the workshop, I called Kelly up to the front of the room so I could properly introduce her to the group. Kelly had been a quiet participant throughout the retreat. I often found myself drawn to her thoughtful, listening face. As she stood in front of the room, something shifted. Although Kelly did not know I was going to call her up, she stepped into her purpose addressing the participants on a painful topic that had come up throughout the weekend for several of them. Kelly was further along on that life-altering journey and had words of encouragement that only someone who'd been there could offer. As Kelly returned to her seat, the excitement and energy in the room was palpable. People who did not know each other two days prior were now eager to accompany each other as they discovered and rediscovered the callings of their heart. I was in awe. What is it about uprooting ourselves from familiar territory that makes space for possibility? What is it about feeling heard and held that makes hidden dreams safer to surface? What is it about overcoming one obstacle that makes the others appear smaller? And what is it about envisioning someone else's dream that makes us see our own? In the days following the retreat, I couldn't stop thinking about the vivid dreams that had been shared. Although I hadn't voiced mine, I began wondering if it could be part of the anthem that members of this group now carried inside us. I went to my kitchen junk drawer and pulled out a piece of paper I'd stuffed in there a few weeks back. A reputable travel company had reached out to inquire if I'd be interested in hosting my soul shift retreats in amazing locations across North America and beyond. After a promising meeting with one of the representatives, I'd written down some of the destinations that looked captivating to me. Yosemite, Yellowstone, Colorado Rockies, Riviera Maya, Baja California, Santa Fe, Bryce Canyon, British Columbia. I was told if there was enough interest from my online community through a short travel survey, my first destination retreat could be planned for 2024. I went to that website and looked at some of the retreats and excursions planned and who was hosting them. I saw descriptors like yoga instructor, professional photographer, foodie, outdoor adventurer, hiking guru, and more. Hmm, I thought skeptically. Who wouldn't want to go on an adventure with the directionally challenged traveler? This is when I'd shove the paper in the drawer. But in pulling it out again after the retreat and meeting Kelly, something clicked. In my research on supporting teens on their path to purpose for Live Love Now, I've been drawn to the work of Patrick Cook-Deegan, founder of Project Wayfinder. His organization partners with educators to design innovative learning experiences outside the classroom walls that guide students to navigate life with purpose. Quote, young people don't usually develop a specific purpose and then go become an expert in that thing. Rather, they're exposed to something new that helps them develop their own sense of purpose. In short, experiences lead to developing purpose, not the other way around. Patrick's reasoning explains why experiences that introduce young people to new ways of seeing the world and themselves are so valuable. Whether it's a trip to a new place, spending time in the natural world, or working on something important to them in their community, experiences beyond one's comfort zone can be hugely transformative. Suddenly, it hit me. When writing that section of Live Love Now, I remember thinking, I wish there was a Project Wayfinder for adults. Maybe this travel opportunity was it. And if I left it shoved in a drawer, I'd never know. I quickly emailed the travel representative to see if I could still share the survey with my community. It's not too late was the glorious response. I shared the survey last week and while the enthusiastic responses are still coming in, it appears that many members of our beloved community have been waiting for the opportunity to leave their comfort zones and explore new territories, but with the comfort of a trusted companion. It appears that a professional travel guide is not needed for such an experience as much as a host who has learned to trust the guidance of her soul. That's me. And perhaps in my willingness to step out in courage, you'll step out with me. And together we shall offer the fresh air that long lost dreams need to become an anthem of hope. I can see us now, lifting our voices in and around canyons, campfires, and mountaintops. It's not too late. You just listened to the post titled, If You've Got a Cherished Dream Shoved in a Drawer, Please Give It Fresh Air by Rachel Macy Stafford of handsfreemama.com. And I'll be right back with my commentary. Thank you to Rachel. Her bio is neat. She has a personal list of what truly matters to her, which includes her daughters, her husband, writing, teaching, encouraging others, and more. And she has books, as you heard in this post. You can find them on Amazon or on her site. And for a lot more, just come by handsfreemama.com. I know I've brought it up before, but the question that was brought up in today's article is one of my favorites because I think it puts our lives in perspective and it changes with time. The question was, if money were no object, what would you do with your life? It's a really good exercise and a question that one of my professors made us all answer on the first day of class. I'll never forget it. At the time, I think I said I had no clue and I was fine with that. Right now, it's to continue making this podcast because every once in a while, someone writes in encouraging me to keep going because it's positively affecting their life and that's enough for me to wanna keep going. But I pose that question to you. What would you do if money were no object? And if you'd like to share your answer, feel free to message me. You can always get in touch at oldpodcast.com or by replying to my weekly newsletter. And with that, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll be back tomorrow as usual where your optimal life awaits.